Percy, what would you say is the most important thing when engaging in a fight? Wayne, I would simply say this, being correctly motivated, particularly as spiritual believers with a godly right reason and resource for that battle. Let's have a discussion and talk about this today. And so we shall. Today, Pastor P will help us take a closer look at our godly rights, reasons, and resources to equip us for fighting the good fight of faith. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Thank you for clicking on the play button and joining us for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Pastor P, as we like to call you, you're okay with that, right? I'm okay with that, and I'm doing well, my friend, so thank you for the introduction. <laughs> All right. We're going to have a good time talking today about a very important topic, the three R's for fighting back. No guest will join us today. From time to time, we like just to hear your heart and your teaching as a pastor, as a spiritual leader, Percy. So that's what we're going to do here today. Are you all set for this? I'm ready, my friend. Let's do this. All right. First, let's pose a question to our listeners, because we like to do this each week. The question of the week, have you ever felt you were not equipped for certain battles in your life? And how did you ultimately find strength for that fight? Now, these questions aren't asked randomly. Uh, There's some thought behind these questions, and there's a reason we ask them, because we'd like to genuinely hear your response to these questions and build future topics around them. So the question, again, you can answer at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Have you ever felt you were not equipped for certain battles in your life, and how did you ultimately find strength for that fight? Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Connect, and the drop-down box will give you a chance to answer the question this week. Percy, how about uh, one of our previous questions? And so You've been looking at the answers, right? Yes, sir, and we do. We have a question uh, that was asked previously, and it is, what memories of past victories performed by God did you remember to help you fight future battles? What memories of past victories performed by God did you remember to help you fight future battles? And we have a response from San Diego, California. And that response is, I was a lifelong asthmatic in and out of the hospital for many years with one close to life ending episode Mm. when I almost collapsed in a public pharmacy as I was trying to drive myself to a local hospital. I survived and have never had another asthma attack since recovering from that incident. Mm. What a story. Scary. Kind of scary, huh? Absolutely. And uh, again, though we're not talking specifically in the context of this show about asthma, again, it's a health-related dynamic, and we know that uh, people can die from that. Uh, And in this particular situation, this particular person says how he remembered uh, that incident that has helped him with future healthcare dynamics and battles uh, that God was with him and upon him. And so we thank you. First of all, thank you for your testimony, and thank you for sharing that and uh, we continue to pray your blessing, uh, the blessing of the Lord upon your life, my friend. Yeah. Well, we're going to have this conversation today about the three R's for fighting back, but I want our listeners to know ahead of time that our resource goes hand in hand with the conversation to come. So let's mention the resource, When One is Faced with a Battle of Cancer. This is mm. free. It's on our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. You've put this together based on your notes, Percy. What's in it? Correct. We're, we're going to address, obviously, and put this in print 
uh, some of the key points of today's lesson, which are the three R's, but also some other supportive scriptures that will help us to kind of manage and motivate us around the dynamics of, and when we talk about fighting, we're not talking about a physical fight, but right. we're talking about those battles yep. around us that we deal with as human beings. And how can we be in, inspired and encouraged to face those battles so that we can continue to push and move forward and not allow those battles to acquiesce us to a position where we coward and basically shrivel up and not do anything. The key to this document is encouraging and empowering everyone to at least engage in the conflict. It's my personal belief, Wayne, that many battles that we've been confronted by, we lose by default by not showing up. Mm -hmm. And so with that, we want you to show up for the battle, but you're not going to come uh, in your own power, in your own might, you're going to come in the power and the strength of the Lord, and this document is going to equip you to be able to do that. Yeah, so download it today at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Look for their free resource, When One is Faced with a Battle of Cancer. Uh, I'm going to ask you to read the scripture that's going to guide our conversation here today in a moment, Percy, but let me ask listeners this question. Have you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions? With Cancer Center for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. A great resource. To access this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say Alexa Enable Cancer Center on any Amazon device. And you can access this tool also on any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. All right, the three R's. What's the scripture you have in mind to begin this conversation, Percy? So our foundational spiritual principle that we want to build this conversation off of is found in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter, and we're going to read verses 29 and 31, and it reads as follows. And David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner, and the people answered him again after the former manner. Verse 31, and when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent uh, for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And this is an excerpt from a, a larger scripture. So let me give you some context Please here. Please do, yeah. Yep. So this is the, uh, the, the, the last time that Goliath, the giant, had confronted the nation of Israel to harass them, basically. And you have uh, Saul the king. And you have all of the army of Israel basically standing in awe and basically afraid of, of this battle or this conflict. And David, the little shepherd boy, comes into town in the midst of this conflict. Uh, David's dad sent him into town to basically see how his brother and how uh, the conflict was going. And David walked right in the middle of this confrontational standoff. <laughs> uh, Saul and the, uh, and the army of Israel is standing basically uh afraid and not sure what to do. And David asks an unbelievable question in verse 29 in the King James translation. He says, you know, uh, is there not a cause here? Because David's brother confronts him and says, well, why are you here? Well, you have nothing to do with this. You're just a little shepherd boy. Yeah. What are you doing here, runt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back and take care of those little few sheep that you have. And David asks a godly inspired question. He says, is there not a cause? And the question 
spiritually for us is when we are confronted with a battle against a giant that is trying to terrify and cause us to stay in place and not move, we need to ask the question that that this individual asked, and that is, do we not have a cause for the reason to fight back? Because they were basically uh, paralyzed and they were just standing there and they didn't know what to do. And here's this little shepherd boy basically saying, don't we have a cause here? Isn't there something we should be doing here? And we shouldn't just stand here and just wait for this individual to do something to us. We're building this school of thought and this conversation around, do you not have a cause to yeah. fight back? Yeah. Well, I mean, David was uh, obviously up against eventually Goliath, and a giant. What are some of the giants that we face? Well, as example, we have many different types of giants. You know, historically, like the nation of Israel, we too are often faced by adversarial enemies. Uh, we're not facing Goliath in that literal sense, but, you know, giants of finances where we feel pressured and that, you know, sure. we see no way out of, of that situation. Uh, giants of relationship struggles. You know, people struggle with what do I do with a, a bad relationship, a broken relationship, a damaged relationship, and feel like that they're powerless. And of course, to this audience, uh, giants of health and wellness. Yes. Cancer can often present itself like Goliath, a giant that is basically teasing us and daring us to come out and fight, just as Goliath did uh, with the nation of Israel. And we have a decision to make, if you will, to show up for the conflict. And so in that context, that's what we want to frame this discussion around. With. Yeah, and it's going to take some mental, some emotional, and some physical strength to confront those giants, regardless of what they might be. It's going to take all those things to give us a fighting chance. You're absolutely right. And ultimately, as David asked the question, one must have and find a cause mm -hmm. to fight back. There's no reason to attempt to engage in a conflict until you have a cause to do so. Yeah, I'm thinking of what uh, one of our guests told us one time. They said, I, I have a life to live. You know, when you think of health and wellness, there that was an interesting comment. You know, I have a life to live here. That's a cause worth fighting for. I have a family to fight for. That is correct. So we all have to kind of dig deep and become introspective of, you know, what is it that's worthy of the energy, the effort uh, to push back against the negative circumstances that are trying to basically uh, shut us down. And when we find that and when we tap into that, then that can stimulate and generate the ability to say, we're going to show up for this conflict mm -hmm. and we're going to do something in the midst of that. Yeah. Which brings us to the three R's that you've identified here. Let's spend some time talking about these three, right, reason, and resource. Uh, speak to each one, if you would, Percy. That's correct. So let's first start with a right. In order to really engage against an enemy and when we feel conflicted and when we feel like we have our back against the wall, we're being threatened. That's what Goliath did with the nation of Israel. That's what he did to Saul. He basically threatened them and teased them and said, listen, is there anyone not here in your camp that's worthy of, a, of, of an engagement with me? Well, with that, we need to find a godly right mm -hmm. to fight back. And mm -hmm. by definition, we're using the word right uh, as the permission to be able to do something, yeah. say something, or be something. And it's a God-given right. It's a God-given right. We're not waiting on the right of any human being or uh, anything else in the earth. We're, we're, we're turning our attentions to he who is and he who was and he who is yet to come, who has called us, who has saved us, and who has redeemed us. And so is there a godly right that we have to fight back? And so as believers, 
we are permitted by God first to be his to be in his constant presence. God has promised us in Deuteronomy 31 and 8, uh, and it says that the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So we need to understand we have a right to the presence of God, to be in his presence. Hmm. And his presence is with us right now. Yeah, yeah. And so when we understand that school of thought, the first thing, and I'll say this, Wayne, I grew up, I think I've said this before, I grew up the oldest of four children. And so there had there had been some times uh, growing up that I've had a few physical confrontations living <laughs> on the south side of Chicago. You think? <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, I was always a bit frustrated because I did not have a big brother or a big sister. I was the big brother. You know, I didn't have anyone to turn to to get in my presence to help me. So I was kind of always out there on my own. This scripture helps us to understand that in the midst of the battle, when we are facing the giant, we are not facing him alone. We are not by ourselves. This scripture helps to remind us that God has said that he would never leave us, that he would never forsake us, and that he would actually go before us. That will encourage us to show up for the conflict yeah. because we now have help. Yeah, and he shows up with mighty power as well, which is your next point. So with that, and again, Second Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So when we know that the right that we have from God is that we have a right to his uh, presence and his presence goes with us and before us, and then we also should know that we have access and a right to his mighty power today. We are not fighting in our own strength, in our own ability. And that's good news. Mm. We're not trying to confront <laughs> anyone say it or is. anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in our own ability because my ability is limited. And so we are turning toward the mighty power of God. So that's the second dynamic of a right. And then the third would be to believe that the impossible may be possible. Mm -hmm. And so with that, Mark 9 and 23 tells us, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Uh, I think about, and I know you have this reference point too of the great uh, heavyweight prize fights of old, you know, Muhammad Ali <laughs> yeah. and Frazier. Sonny and, Liston, yeah. And Son yeah. Well, you know, anytime those guys had to go into those battles and those engagements, you had to believe it was possible to actually win that fight before you stepped into the ring. Yeah, they'd be beat before they ever got in the ring if otherwise. And half the time, many people suggested that that was Muhammad Ali's power. Huh mentally and psychologically against his opponent that he had already beaten them mentally before they ever showed up for the fight. How true is it that when we are confronted with the giants in our life and the battles that are that seem bigger than our ability, bigger than our own presence, that we simply do not have the, uh, the ability to do anything? We don't believe that it's possible to win that battle. Well, according to the Word of God and as a believer, we have a right to believe that the impossible is possible. We've spoken to a pastor just recently in one of the shows whose wife was told, or he was told that his wife was going to be possibly dead in seven days, and he chose to believe that it would be possible that she could survive, and she did. Mm -hmm. So part of the engagement, showing up for the conflict, one of the R's for fighting back is that we need to believe that it that the impossible 
may actually be possible who survive that process. This is so good. We're talking about the three R's for fighting for our life, and we've talked about the right. Let's talk about the reason. Yeah, we need a reason, don't we? I mean, we can't just show up arbitrarily and say, okay, I'm going to do something today. I need to have a reason for being there. And so, by definition, the word reason is a justification or explanation for an action or an event. And so, because we have been justified by God, God has justified us. He's called us. He saved us. He's justified us. Uh, The first thing that we need to remember in this reason is that God will help us fight our battles. So uh, our scripture reference here is Deuteronomy 20, 2 and 4, and it reads as follows. So it shall be when you are on the verge of battle that the priest shall approach and speak to the people, and he shall say to them, Hear, O Israel, today you are on the verge of battle with your enemies. Do not let your heart faint. Do not let your heart faint. Do not be afraid. And do not tremble or be terrified because of them. Why? Because the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Our first uh, supportive idea around a reason to fight back is because God will help us fight our battles. Again, we have help. We have assistance. We're not doing this alone or by ourselves or, again, in our own power, mm-hmm. our own strength. Mm-hmm. But there's even more to the reason, isn't there? Well, and then the second component of the reason here is that we have been chosen to be special. It's important for us to understand today that, you know, you're not just Joe Neckbone walking up and down the street. <laughs> being a member of the kingdom of God, being a citizen of the kingdom of God, means that we have been chosen and that we're special. First Peter 2 and 9 tells us, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Oh, I love this piece of the scripture. That's great. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hmm. The second component of a reason for us to fight back is that we've been chosen by God and that we've been called special by him and that God, uh, he has invested himself in who we are and our well-being. That gives us a reason to fight back. We're not just standing out there waiting on something to happen. (laughs) I'll say it sure does. Thank you. Let me pause there for just a moment. We're talking about the three R's for fighting back. Regardless of what the battle in life is, earlier we talked about the giants of finances and relationship struggles, and of course, giants of health and wellness. But we're giving you some uh, some things to think about, and all of this has been summarized. Maybe you've been scratching out some notes as Percy's been uh, talking here. Well, you can do that, but you can also download our free resource, which summarizes this and goes into even more detail. When one is faced with a battle of cancer, that resource is available at Health Hope and inspiration.com. And if you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and then click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number, 
866-712-HOPE. It's that easy. 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, such a great conversation today about preparing ourselves for the battles that we are going to face in life. Percy, it doesn't matter who you are or where you've been, these battles are going to be present, aren't they? Yeah, it's part of being a human in the earth, my friend, that there is conflict and we have spiritual adversarial war from time to time that we must engage in. The question is, are we properly motivated to do so? Yeah. And so we're talking about the three R's. The three R's. Do that. Right, reason, what's the third one? And so now we want to talk about the resource. There is no one who attempts to do anything uh, significantly with success until they assess what type of resource they have. The Bible says that uh, no man goes to build a house unless he assessed uh, the materials that he has and, and what he has access to. Well, the same is true with regard to a battle and a conflict. And we define the word resource here as a stock of materials or assets that can be drawn upon when needed. In the midst of a battle and in the midst of a conflict, we need to have a stock of materials or assets that we can draw upon. And so we wanna talk about our godly resource of the armor of God. Okay. And Yeah, and the scripture tells us the full armor of God, as yeah. a matter of fact. Yeah, right. Well, let's, let's define that and let's clarify what the armor or the full armor of God is. And Ephesians 6, uh, chapter in verse 13 tells us exactly what that is. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes or when a conflict or when a battle is sitting before us, you may be able to stand your ground. That's what David did against Goliath. He stood his ground. He didn't back up. He didn't acquiesce. He stood his ground. And after you have done everything to stand, then verse 14, stand firm, then with the belt, here are some of our resources Uh spiritually that we have access to, Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, verse 15, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith, which is able to allow you to extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one, and then take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. He covers it all there, doesn't he? And so I want to just highlight three particular pieces of the full armor. We don't have time okay. to go into all of those. All right. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of explain a little bit more in our, in our resource that you can access. Mm-hmm. But the three uh, particular resources of the armor of God that I want to highlight is, first, number one, the belt of truth. The purpose of a belt is what? It's to hold up something. It's to uphold. That's what we use a belt for. It's to uphold our trousers, if you will. (laughs) Well, it's there to uphold us, and that's why uh, it's truth that's necessary. See, we need to be upheld by a truth or a higher principle that, that transcends our own logic or understanding, and that is the truth of God will uphold you during a battle. We need to know. We need to be reminded and encouraged by the truth of the fact that God is with us, that God will enable us, that we have access to his power, that truth then begins to permeate our thinking and it will guide us and then it'll help uh, direct our emotions and it helps to direct our intentionality. But we have to have some sort of truth that we're 
that we're being upheld by. And so that's why uh, the belt of the full armor of God is a belt of truth. It is to uphold the principle that God is with us and enabling us to do what we need to do there. All right. So that's number one of uh, three of these uh these pieces of armor that we're talking about here at the moment, the belt of truth. How about the breastplate of righteousness? What's meant by that? Yeah, this is an interesting uh, 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 analogy here. Uh, and and again, if you uh, pay attention to any of the movies where they wore suits of armor, uh, there was an area that covered the midsection of the body, uh, particularly the heart of armor that, that would cover that because, and that's why it's a breastplate, because the heart of who we are as people, the essence of our being, uh, the area that gives us thought and consciousness is uh, needs to have uh, a sense of righteousness attached to it. We need to know that we are the righteousness of God. So your heart is covered with being in right standing with God, no matter what the outcome of the battle may be, we need to be fortified around the idea. I think of the movie Gladiator, which is one of my favorite <laughs> yeah. movies. Yep. And if you unpack the dynamic of the mentality of the gladiator, he was driven by a principle that as a son of Rome, uh, he had right standing to defend the honor of, of what Rome was supposed to be. That was his driving force. It strengthened him, it enabled him, and it motivated him. We must know and believe in our heart that we are the righteousness of God, and we need to cover and protect that with some covering. And so that's why it's a breastplate that we are in right standing with God, that we do not have to earn anything from God. It is by grace that we've been saved. Uh, God is faithful and God is there to be with us, but we need to believe that we are in right standing with him in our relationship uh, with God through Christ Jesus. And so uh, understanding that uh, your heart needs to be covered uh, and protected with the right standing of God, that no matter what the outcome of the battle is, God is with us and for us. It's important. Yeah, we're talking about these resources that we have, and Ephesians 6 gives us the list of the armor, the full armor of God. Uh, you said you can't go through all of them, but do you want to cover one or two more here real quickly? Yes, sir. We'll, we'll give you one more, and that is our feet covered with readiness that comes from peace. I never hear anyone really teach much on this particular piece of the armor, but it's really important when you're in a battle and when you're engaging. We have to have our feet covered with something. Yeah. Because, again, uh, if you pay attention to suits of armor, there is protection that's covering their feet as sure. well. All the way down why? over the arch of the foot. That's yeah. exactly yeah. correct. Because if there's a part of your foot that is damaged or taken out, then you can't continue to run. You can't stand if you will, in the face of your adversary. And so uh, with that being said, you will be able to keep moving throughout the battle because of the peace of God that passes all understanding. What keeps us taking the next step forward as a cancer patient? What keeps us moving forward through another treatment of chemotherapy or radiation? We have to have our, our spiritual feet covered so that we can continue to take another step. Mm -hmm. And it's one day at a time in yep. many cases, yeah. Wayne. It, yeah. as, they, as the old adage is, one step yeah. at a time. Yeah. Well, you can't take any steps if you don't have any feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got to have our feet, our spiritual feet covered. But what is it? what's covering our feet is God's peace that is allowing us in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the circumstances, that may actually appear and be difficult and negative, 
we've got we have God's peace that is that is keeping us in a place that we can continue to do what is needful and necessary as we continue to fight back and continue to stand in the face of our enemy. Well, when it comes to feet, I'm also thinking about how we need to remain nimble, don't we? You know, in in any sport, whether it's the quarterback who's got to have good footwork or you know the basketball player, you know, just got to be nimble and quick with that to respond to the situation that, that's called for. Let's use the, the better analogy of the sports world, and that's absolutely correct. Being a boxer, you know, having yeah, good footwork. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, again, being able to move and to you know stick and move and to kind of laterally move and have uh, a lateral movement. Yeah, spiritually speaking, when we're in a battle and when we're engaged, we're, we're going to have to be nimble of foot, if you will, to be able to uh, work through sidestep dynamics that are coming our way and continue to stand and stay on our feet, if you will, so that we can continue to move forward. So all of yeah. those analogies are yeah. applicable with regard to this spiritual armor that we have access to. Well, I know you have a final thought to share with us, but before we go there, let me encourage our listeners to go to our website. It's very simple. Go to health hope and inspiration.com forwards health hope and inspiration download this resource when one is faced with a battle of cancer you'll read uh, the notes that percy has shared with us today and more uh, in this article that you can download print off you can share it around you can email it to folks when one is faced with a battle of cancer it's available at health hope and inspiration.com and don't forget the question of the week Have you ever felt you were not equipped for certain battles in your life? And how did you ultimately find strength for that fight? You can answer that question as well at the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, bring it all together for us, Percy, and uh, take us back to the scripture that started this whole conversation. Absolutely. In closing, uh, let me say that there are other uh, elements and aspects of the armor of God that we have access to, the helmet, a shield, and a sword. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah but be reminded today that we have resources that, that are available to us, spiritually speaking. So we close as we started. Uh, I want you to remember today the next time that the giant comes to your town in your life, do as David did before he engaged Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. 29 and 31, he motivated himself by asking the question, is there not a cause to fight back against the giant in our life? And when we read that and when we understand that, and David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former. And when the words were heard, which David spoke, They rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him, and David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him, the enemy, uh, Goliath. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Today, remember, God has given us three R's for fighting back against those giants. For the weapon of our warfare, the Bible says, is not carnal, but it's mighty in God and pulling down strongholds. You have a right. You have a reason and you have a resource. The three R's from Percy McCray. Percy, I want to thank you personally for investing your life in us through this podcast. Thanks for your time. It's my pleasure, and thank you for being a partner with me, sir. You've been listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration, a weekly podcast from Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Percy McCray is director of faith-based programs there. All right, that's it. And we're supposed to do something now, Percy. 
listen, we've got work to do. So keep chopping the wood and go forth and be strong in all that you do. I knew you would tell me that. And thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.